Yep, 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 yep. Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is Finnish Football Show 24. I'm Mark Wiltshire from Explore Finland. And huh, we have a challenge. We are live today, not on YouTube, uh, because YouTube changed their program. They changed their features, and it's much more complicated to set up our live stream. Thanks, YouTube. Um, we're doing this for fun. We're not pros, and this has made our lives a lot more complicated. Um, I'm. We're, we're recording this today on Podbean. Um, it's got a few tricks and features that we'll we'll try and get the hang of. Um, it also allows listeners to call into the show. Um, <laughs> So if I notice anyone listening live, maybe I'll switch it on. But I want to get to grips with this thing first. Um, what I'm having trouble with at the moment is getting my regular co-hosts, Mark and Keke, to uh, to join me. And Keke's listening. I can see you're there, Keke. This is all going to be in the show and stay there. So that people can see how we how we're struggling. Um, Keke, if you can hear me, is there some kind of way that you can call into the show from where you're watching? Let's see if that works. Yes, there is. I can see him. Keke, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Loud and clear. Can you hear me? Beautiful. And I'm being told by Podbean to ask you to make sure you've got headphones on so we don't get any echo. But it sounds pretty good in my ear. Okay. Um, and I can only hope that Mark is able to join us as well. Um, Mark, if you're, if you're listening, um, call in to the show. And while we're waiting for Mark to join us, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go on and say what I um, <laughs> what I was what I was going to say at the beginning, which is again, it's been two months since we've recorded a show. Once again, we've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, last time we discussed the new format of the Bakehouse Liga, and we've now reached that that split where. The um, where, where the league kind of splits into two halves. So we'll recap what that means, and we'll look after the look at the standings after the uh, after the first twenty two games. And we're now into this kind of new format of the of the season. Um, we'll also talk about the recent Euro twenty twenty qualifiers, where Finland played against Greece and Italy. Um, this time it's uh, Mark's turn to provide the the first hand eyewitness account from the Italy game in Tampere, so he didn't travel quite as far away as uh, as Keke has before. Um, and we'll also look forward to the games in October against Bosnia and Herzegovina and Armenia. So we also have to talk about Demo Buki. We talked about him in, uh, in, the, in the last show, about his new contract with um, Norwich City in the, uh, in the Premier League, but now he's lighting up the Premier League, I think above and beyond all of our expectations. And we also have to take a look at the uh, a, a young Hukia, a young international Finnish player, Marcus Force, who has moved to my team in the UK, AFC Wimbledon, on a on a one year loan. So we'll uh, I'll share a little bit about that as well. Um, we also have the regular features, Yasil Lasipuli, and the following 
feature uh, as well as well as the uh, ever present uh, um, news feature to start with. So I can see Mark is in there. Mark, if you can hear me, call into the show. There must be a button there somewhere to call in. Keke found it. <laughs> and as soon as Mark's in, we can go into the news feature. I'm ready it's to the, welcome him. Mark, if you can hear me, it's the little mic app down at the bottom of the screen. Beautiful. He's found it. All right. Are you there, Mark? Can you hear me? <laughs> <He's in. laughs> I, I, did, I do describe this show as three old blokes sit and talk about football in Finland in English. Uh, so I think the old blokes working out this new technology, I think we deserve, we deserve a bit of respect. Um, Pat on the back. We've got, we've got, if everything does go well, and I think it's only taken five minutes to get all three of us in there, so that's, that's good. Good um, going. <laughs> we'll we'll upload a video to YouTube. There's no there's no visual. This is this is kind of weird for us, Mark, as well. We've recorded all of these shows with video before. Now it's just audio. Um, so we'll have to do a little jiggery pokery to create a, a video to upload to YouTube. But we'll keep the we keep the videos coming there. Some people like to watch it on on YouTube. And if you're listening and you can hear this, then at least we've managed to record something. And it looks like it's going okay so far. Um, so. We still want your want your input if you're listening live or listening afterwards. So podcast listeners use social media to get in touch with your feedback. Um, our Twitter handles are Mark is at FC Suomi. Uh, I'm at Explore Finland and Keke is at Keke Mulleri. Uh, and you can also find the, uh, the Finnish football show Facebook group. Uh, ask to join and we'll let you in. And there's a YouTube playlist, which I haven't updated that much recently. Um, there's league tables, top scorer charts, and and just general stories uh, there. So I'll tell you what, Mark, before we go into the kind of Finnish football news, why don't you let everyone know what's been going on with FC Suomi and the new website that you've put together there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there's been a hostile corporate takeover of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or said another way, uh, I was having a huge, uh, the, the website builder that I had from, um, when did I, I started FC Swami about six years ago, seven years ago now, long time ago. Um, and the website builder that I had, kept, it kept start, starting to break. So that technology was going down and the company, I think that made it was also going out of business. Uh, so I was in a place where I had to kind of renew the content. Um, but instead of renewing the content, we had a nice chinwag with the fellas uh, on the call. And, uh, and yeah, we built up the Finnish football show's new website. So I'm in the process at the minute of migrating some of the content from the old save files over from FC Swami into the Finnish football show. But there is now a finnishfootballshow.com um, yes. where we attach notes from the show and, and recordings and updates that's also where the, the last two match reports are from the Greece and the Italy game. Uh, I think the latest thing that was updated was FIFA rankings and, uh, and latest transfers because there's been a bunch of guys on the move. So, yeah, the finishfootballshow.com is up and running. And it's a, a WordPress site, so I guess most of these, most of these uh, articles are like a blog post, Mark? Yeah, yeah, most of them come in the sort of blog post format. Um, uh, and, and they're, they're from at the minute they're from me but I'm pretty sure that as we get forward particularly as we get towards things like the away trip 
uh, we'll have uh, stories from all over the place in there. Yeah, that'd be good. And and also, I'd I'd say to you, Mark, remember to to like share them in the Facebook group because um, there are the, the, your last website wasn't that shareable, as in the individual articles. That's true. But these one, each one could be shared. So whack them up on there, and uh, it'll help get more people coming over, and it'll <laughs> it'll also remind people like me um, that hey, there's a there's something new to to read or to or to watch. So. Um, but yeah, good good stuff. We had a we had a bit of a planning meeting the same day that we recorded the the bonus edition yeah. of the podcast. We went we took a tour around the around the SAK Stadium. Um, yeah. We did a bit of a planning meeting uh, while I was making dinner for the whole family and walk, having to walk the dog and all this nonsense going on. We managed to get some sort of plans together. And uh, what you went away with from that meeting and what you put together, I think it's a, it's a huge step forward and it looks good over there. Thank you very much. Yeah, it looks it looks good, and I also got uh, an Asiko match one shirt to boot, which was a nice yeah. it was a nice nice prize for the day. <laughs> yeah, you did. We and there's a picture of that in the in the show notes. That's on explore um, explorefinlandpodcast.com. I, I think what we'll what we'll have to do is somehow rationalise what what we've done and published before on explore Finland and what you've got going forward, and try and make sure that all the Finnish football stuff is in one place for people that, that come to the show a little bit later but we'll uh, we'll announce that listener when we uh, when we get around to doing it we are three busy guys with families and jobs and and well yeah work for me is going through a bit of a transition at the moment so i'm also trying to put together another website for myself so it's all it's, it's as and when we can we do it we do this for for fun um well, we have fun. I hope you do listening. Uh, <laughs> um, but how about if we move on to the uh, to the first half? And I'm I'm going to use one of my tricks. Are you ready, guys? We're, the first half is about to start. Did you hear Decent. that? Decent. It's not bad, is it? It's a built-in built sound sound effect. Do you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm I'm so proud of myself for for making that work. I'm going to do this. <laughs> I could do this all day without you two signing in. Next time, if you struggle to get in, I'm just going to sit here playing sound effects to myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Keke, um, you, as a, as a, well, I won't say long-suffering, but a recently suffering fan of uh, JJK Uvascular, um, had some tough times that we talked about in previous shows, but things are looking up at the moment. Why don't you let everyone know what's going on there? Kick off the news with, uh, with that. Yeah, they, they certainly are. Well, um, as we all know, we Yee Yee Core went through a bit of a tough time and um, parent company had to had to disappear and all sorts of things. But they, uh, they've they cobbled a team together, currently flying in the Keskisurman Kolomonen. Um, last, just last week, back into last week, beat local rivals FC Blackbird in a in a big derby game. Hario Stadium was full up again. And... Um, Yee Yee Core come out 3-1 winners to go top of the league. Fantastic. So, uh, so it's, all, it's, all, it's all rosy and uvascular again. And we're looking like a promotion to Kakkonen is on, is on the cards. So um, all the boys down there are very happy. And uh, yeah. yeah, watch this space. Yee Yee Core will be back soon. Good stuff. Yeah. And it's a, it's a long long road back from, from Kolmanen all the way back up to, uh, well, at least Ukkonen, where they... Where they deserve to be fighting for a, a place back in the Vakos League. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, a couple of years, a couple of years, watch this space, we'll be there. 
Good, good stuff. And uh, Mark, did you have some breaking news? You always have some breaking news that's come through just in the last in the last hour or so. Uh, no, I mean, the, the, so the latest. I mean, the latest news as we stand today is is these in a bit of controversy. So, so Yari Lipman has been commenting about Qatar, um, and he's doing what most old pros are doing at the moment, which is sort of towing the the FIFA uh, Balolito line of 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 saying that oh, Qatar is quite a nice place. I've been there myself. It's very interesting and there's lots to see. Um, uh, you know, massively ignoring the fact that it's going to be 40 degrees like it is now for the World Athletics Championships when uh, when 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 the, the World Cup comes around and ignoring the fact, you know, all of their political situation and their their views on things like, like homosexuality and the rest of it. So it's a bit disappointing, but I, I don't know... I, I, I think Lithi and everybody else in that space is in a, they're in a hard position because that's, you know, like FIFA's decided to stick the World, the World Cup there. So there's not really much else that they could do. Like you can't go out and say, you can't do a Rico Risky because he's part, he's part of the Palo, he's part of the Palo unfortunately. So uh, it's part of the job. But and, and it, I, was, I was watching the athletics the other night and the stadium's empty. I mean, I know yeah. they're, they're running some of the longer distance races during the middle of the night just to keep it cool enough. But it makes you wonder about the World Cup if they're going to have, I don't know, like Qatar's, eight or so whatever stadiums. Qatar's about, I think it's only got about it's a million and a half, two million people. And it's mm. only it's only a hundred, it's about a hundred, is it a hundred square miles? Something like that. It's it's like, it's a, it's a small, <laughs> Qatar is a, uh, it's a small, small place. That's for sure. So it's uh, it's it's tiny that 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 place, and there's not many people there, and yet they're going to have to host a World Cup. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's been a bit skeptical of that from the very beginning, but with see, just seeing something like the world, the world at the championships, and the I, I tell you what, I was watching it at home with Satu, and we were saying that before the hundred meters finals, they had all these light shows and lasers shining around the track, and it looked amazing, but mm. there was you know a lot of lot of style over substance so i think the substance would be having a a full crowd so that when the when the athletes are taking their you know winning the race and taking the gold medal they've actually got someone to show it to would be nice yeah um my my, my story was something i think we we touched on also in the last show which was about moshtag yagubi uh, also known as mossa who i met in the summer um and had been playing at asikor and i think we talked about why about about how he was quite a frustrating player, very very talented, but not as effective as as he perhaps should be. And um, it was announced this week that he's left SJK Sanyoki as of now. Um, there's been, I think, some some issues with injury and with um, I don't know with health and maybe with with feelings of, of burnout and things like that. So. Um, it's it's sad that he's gone, but I hope he he manages to find himself in a in a happier place. When I spoke to him, I said to him at the time, "It looks like you're really enjoying yourself out on the pitch." And he said, "Yeah, out on the pitch, it's great, but there's nothing to do in this town." And mm-hmm. that didn't bode very well at the time. If I'm if I'm completely honest, uh, he's he, he is. I mean, he is. He's still he's still a young lad. And he's got mm. a lot of a lot of potential. It was only was it a year ago? A year and but well, it would have been last summer when he scored against Belarus. Um, and I, th- I think he had he had three or four games in uh, in the Hukayat 
in that sort of defensive midfield where I thought, where I looked, it was just before Glenn Kamara kicked out, kicked on and started to come into form. But he just, he's, as a player, he's, he's, he's got so much in his game that he could do. It's just, ah, it's such a shame to see the fact that he can't, he can't seem to settle anywhere. Yeah, has he has he gone anywhere, Mark, or, or is it just termination of contract? No, all I, all I've read or, and all I heard was that it was kind of mutual agreement. So I guess if he was unhappy and he wasn't playing, and he, when he was playing, he wasn't playing well, um, then there was also there was a, an instant where he was uh, out of the team, uh, injured, and on the day that the, the the first team squad went one direction to play a game, he went down to Helsinki to see friends or family. And there was a bit of kind of a, you know, a social media outcry about that. I don't think there was anything sinister in it, but it just didn't look good to the fans. So I think, I think it's just, it didn't work. I mean, hey, it's not the only thing this year that hasn't worked at, at say Yorkie. Maybe, maybe we'll get onto that a little bit later. Um, and on the flip side, uh, Mehmet Hetemai signed for another year. Um, and also the Brazilian defender Nadson just announced today that he signed for another year. And part of the problem at Ashiko in the last month or so is, like most of the season, we've been not scoring enough goals, but actually not conceding many. And he's been out of the team for maybe a month, and we've started conceding many as well. So I think if we can get those two signed up this this kind of cliched spine of the team then it might it might give something to build around next year but i think uh can you can you believe it there might be a bit of a clear out and lots of new players coming in the uh, in the close season it's like well, you know, it worked yeah, it worked last time <laughs> oh well, yeah you say worked <laughs> we had to define this word worked um but <laughs> But but let's let's leave my bleating alone until we get a little bit more down into the into the Vegas Liga. How about if we, uh, without any sound effects, if we if we move straight over to the uh, to talking about the recent Euro twenty twenty qualifiers for for the Finnish men's team? Um, this was in early early September, so a few weeks ago. Um, I, in, a, in a way, I'm wondering if we should even really have a news section. This podcast comes out so infrequently that, that the news is so fleeting and so much stuff has <laughs> happened in the meantime. Um, but but the, the most recent games, uh, Finland played first Greece uh, at home and then a few days later played Italy at home, both games in, in Tampere. Um, mm. they, beat, they beat Greece 1-0 and then lost to Italy 2-1. Um, I was travelling for business for the uh, for the Greece game, so I only saw, <laughs> saw the second half perched on a stall at my departure gate at Helsinki Airport, and I did see one other guy watching the game there as well before we got on our plane. Uh, but I, I don't know, Keke, if you saw it, uh, but Mark, uh, but but either of you, what did you what did you make of the game? Yeah, well, I mean, I was there in uh, in in the Ratina, and it was uh, on the pitch. It was it's quite weird. Off the pitch, it was brilliant. Like I think we took I, they did full house again. Um, nice summer's evening, roughly speaking. Uh, fans were in good mood. There, everybody basically expected us to 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 handle them. Uh, the Greeks who who came up with a with a new manager, and we and fundamentally on the pitch, we did handle them. And it was it was pretty easy. The game itself was was a bit of a damp squib 
in the end. But um, but yeah, in the in the in the stands, we were all just cock a hoop. We just thought this is. I mean, it, it, this <laughs> there's a lot of guys that you know can barely bring themselves to talk about it out loud. But we're looking good guns. We didn't we didn't look really in danger for for any of the game. And I think at least the bit the bit that we were all sort of scratching our heads about was was, was Greece turned up to sort of counter attack and they, they were they were a little bit all over the place. Um, and then we got the penalty in the early early part of the second half, and then everybody was just waiting, including Canerva, for for Greece to kind of mount an attack. And they never really they never really got going. Did you see the game quickly? Yeah, I mean, I I watched it and. Um... I have to agree with Mark. You know, it, it's you expected them after that after that first goal winning. You expected them to come out a bit, and um, and that would have you know hopefully allow us allow us a bit of bit of space to get to get back in back in behind them. But they didn't change their game plan at all. Even after going the one down, they just I think I'm not sure if it was damage limitation for them or what, or if they were happy to get away with just a one 0 defeat. But you know, it's um, not quite tournament football but you know they they're after points so you thought they would have they would have come out and tried to make something at a game but unless they didn't and um it did sort of it did sort of fizzle out but um i uh, i enjoyed the italy game much much more but um well, we I had a i don't know if you guys remember but we had a little discussion on our whatsapp group and the the two of us the two of us who were sitting at home watching it were having a great time and uh, the the one who was there on the terraces <laughs> Wasn't quite in agreement. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair to say we had split opinions about this game. That's that's for sure. Because I I was watching it at home and really enjoying it, and I, I expected it to be backs against the wall. It was Italy, um, and you know Finland played well against Italy earlier in the year and, and got beaten two 0 in Italy, and we were sort of sharing some messages. And me and Satu were watching it together, and with you. Keke, we were kind of exchanging messages and then kind of at half time. Oh, misery guts. <laughs> misery guts, it's right, yeah. Um, and you didn't, you didn't see it the same way that we did at all. So, so from my point of view, um, or let's say from the, from the armchair viewer's point yeah. of view, oh. we saw a backs against the wall game where, mm. we, where we expected to be under pressure. And yet when Finland did get the ball, they were... They were trying to play football. There were times where they were playing some nice one and two touch football, maybe not in the most like um, dangerous place to attack the, the Italian goal, but still. It and the canned laughter is once again for technical problems. I'm sorry, my tone is a little bit more down because <laughs> the, the the technical problems are getting us down. Um, while we're waiting for Mark Keke, what, what what do you think? Well, while we were watching the game, we why why it was so different for us? Our perspective of it? Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure. I mean, as I said, I don't know if it was the camera angle or the aspects that we were watching from. You know, like I just I just honestly thought that we were holding our own against them, and as we could see by Mark's Veminous text message. He's back. He thought something completely different. So yeah, maybe we'll try and get his opinion now. Mark, are you with us? I think I am. Am I? Are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
I just, I just put it down. I just put it down to the fact that Mark may have been drinking and he, uh, he wanted us to be winning like five nil or something. No, <laughs> maybe, I, I maybe, think so. maybe it was something like that. Something to do with the 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 crowd around you influencing it. But, but go on, Mark. Tell us what you how you saw it. No, I think I think again the the crowd was in the crowd was in good spirits. Um, we were all like we were all pretty happy that we were surviving. Um, but we all kind of knew. I think that, that I think one of the things that we you can see from the stands is Italy are a top top quality team, right? So we had the, they had quite many chances that uh, that like guys like Arayuri or, or Tavio had to just throw themselves in front of the ball or like bundle a guy over in the box. Where you look at it and you went, oh Jesus, like an inch this way or that way. And it deflects either into the into the back of the net or into into the path of somebody that was unmarked. So I think I think far more than we I think I think maybe's came across on the telly. They always had a guy over. They always had like an extra man breaking from deep or wide, and they had so much energy. I mean, it was I mean, it was a thing. It was incredible to watch how quickly they could get from their own eighteen yard line to our eighteen yard line. They could get there before the ball, like almost. So we couldn't move the ball up the pitch as quick as they could. They could drop back, and that Italy team, it was it was athletic. It was really technically very good. We had a whole bunch of chances that uh, we had guys just throwing their bodies in a way, and I, and we all thought at half time like it's not, it wasn't going to last. We were we were right on the edge. We needed to nick something and then get like incredibly lucky. I think having said that, I mean it was. You know, we did well. We did do well. We did as well as we could. But uh, but that Italy team, when you watch them live, man, they move like they close space. They they harass their, the your opponents. They, they 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 you know they can shoot from distance with power and accuracy. It's it's really it was it was frightening to watch. It was genuinely frightening. But then they only managed to beat us off of a dodgy penalty. <laughs> That I, t- I tell you what, you know, like we all saw it. So if you see when you see it like live, like first time, you look at it and you go, "Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that." And then they showed it on the big screen. You could see it on the big screen in the back corner, and we all thought, "Oh, Jesus!" It was. I mean, the guy, he was. What was he? A yard, two yards away, arms down. Yeah, yeah the, the shot. Are you facing away from the ball? Away from the ball, hits him in the midriff. Yeah. I think it, it happened so quick that uh, we were all thinking possibly, probably benefit of the doubt to the ref. And then when you look at it slowed down, it's it's shoddy. shoddy yeah, shoddy. I, I wonder if anyone really understands the offside rule anymore. I have no idea. When I watch TV, football on TV, highlights or whatever, they show it. And I can never say anymore. I, I used to be able to sort of say to Sato, you know, this is why or that is why. And when it comes to handball, I just throw my hands up now and say, Wait and see what the referee or the video in the sky might say. Yeah, I mean, it's just—I mean, you know, a lot of this—it's a—it's a hard thing because what what they're doing, I think, is trying to get rid of common sense. And I think common sense, any in any game in any league anywhere in the world, that kind of thing—you just know that he's too close, like he's too close to the ball to react or to move out of the way. There's not like he can't do anything. There's nothing he can do to get his arms out of the way. The way I see that new that new handball rule, it's almost as if you know, like um, when you get you get you were kids and you're playing in the park and uh, and you used to just flick the ball up at the defender's hand and just say penalty yeah. ref, you know, yeah. like yeah. you're getting into yeah. that situation, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the next one. 
it, it is tough. That said, for all the from all the doom and gloom from the uh, from the terraces, it's not looking that bad at the moment. I'm looking at the uh, Group J. Uh, they played six games. There's four more games to go, and okay, Italy are top of the table with 18 points. They've won six out of six. Um, Finland are second. They've won four out of six, and the two they've lost are to Italy. Yeah. So yeah. if they can keep that 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 winning performance against they, they against the other teams below them, they've got to play them all again, basically now. So uh, upcoming upcoming games in October. So in a couple of weeks' time, Bosnia and Herzegovina are away, um, and then the Armenia are at home. And uh, Keke, you you're going to Bosnia, and you've got a little bit of a little bit of something to tell about that, have you? Yes, I am going to Bosnia. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. The uh, yeah, hotels, buses, flights, all tickets, all sorted. There's um, I think there's around. Well, the first ticket issue was around three hundred. Um, I think there might have been a few more tickets issued after that because the uh, Palolito was a bit like we've been overwhelmed with demand. I think it's a ten thousand. The game's being played in Zenica, so um, most people, including myself, are based in Sarajevo. So we've got to get the uh, the SMU called bus through to Zeneca on the uh, on the day of the game. But I think the I think there's the stadium's like a ten thousand ten thousand capacity stadium, and um, and and yeah, they they offered us three hundred tickets. So um, so I think I think we may have got a couple of hundred more, but it's uh, we'll certainly be in the minority. And as 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 everybody's aware, the Bosnian fans are are quite passionate. So, um, mm. so yeah, we'll we'll see how we get on. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think if we can if we can get any sort of result out there, it really sets us up, and we we really could. You know, I don't know want to don't know if I should if I'm allowed to say it, but we could be on our way. You know. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to say it. We 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 want we want to believe, but we don't. We won't believe until it's actually happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're but you're right. It's looking it's looking really good. Armenia are third with nine points, and Bosnia are on seven points in fourth so it's not it's not done and dusted yet but um a record of one played six one four lost two um the the I, the thing the thing um and 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 kind of goals for eight and goals against four so it's it's all it's all positive and uh, and building on last year's nations league which is which is fantastic the the armenia the armenia game looks i mean because of their recent results, the Armenia game looks like an important one now as well. Mm. I think. I mean, Bosnia first. That's the. If we, I, I think, if we get, if we, if we get Bosnia away, if we get anything out of that game, I, I think we're done. Because I, I like Armenia, but they've they've also got Italy and Bosnia and Greece to come. Greece, they'll eventually get started. Uh, Bosnia, if if we can if we can keep them off, they'll still be pretty angry. And Italy, I reckon, will probably win every game they've got mm. going in the group mm. until until they, it's done. They sacked their manager, Bosnia, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sacked or sacked or quit? I can't remember which. But yeah, but they've got fair. they've got a new manager, and he's um he's obviously this. Uh, am I right in saying this will be his first game, Mark, or is this his second game? This no, I think, first I think game. I think this is his first game because it was the Armenia game where. That's it. Where where he where he moved it, which means yeah, I think it's yeah. So it's the second new manager in the group because the Greece, the Greek manager, he was he was a brand new manager. So um, you never know. Both those two Fingers games were sort of middle of middle of October. Bosnia away on the twelfth, and uh, Armenia at home on the fifteenth. So um, maybe. 
just maybe a Finnish football show can get together towards the uh, to, towards the end of October, review those games, and actually have a look at what what happened at the end of the uh, of the Vakehouse League. What do you reckon? No, yeah, sounds good. And I'm sure we'll be uh, cracking champagne. I'm... <laughs> well, let's let's hope so. Um, how about how about if I call that half time? There we go. And we have our, our regular half time um, feature, Yasilla Sipuli, which is where Mark explains a traditional Finnish football phrase or terminology. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a run at this one, Mark, because today's today's okay. word is uh, Lehman Henkaus. Lehman Henkaus, yes. Not bad. Cow's now I, I I looked at the okay, it does translate as cow's breath. Um, in what way would you use that on infinite? Uh, it, uh, it's 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 just the it's the general smell of a footballer's bad breath after a game. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Which is a weird. I mean, it, it's a weird one, but it's part of. I don't. It, it's part of sort of Finnish Finnish football culture folklore, and I'm not sure if it's from the docks or, or from where from wherever, but. But yeah, it's a, a, a common saying that footballers have bad breath. And it's the, the Lehmannenkos is after the after like after you've been running around for ninety minutes, it's what you've got left. That that is absolutely horrific. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. I'm going to it, call it's, the end. It's a step up from 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 the last time. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. That's true there, but only very very slightly. And we're not going to go over that. If you want to know what that was, find the previous episode and, uh, and uh, or, or look at the show notes. They're available on the explorefinlandpodcast.com at the moment until we move them. All right, second half to start. Oh, I do like this whistle. I thought about having a whistle sound sound effect, and now they've given me one. Well done, Podbean. It's about the only thing that's gone right today so far. <laughs> okay. Second second half starts. Uh, let's have a look at Vakaus Liga. So we talked last time that after 22 games, so all, um, uh, all, all 12 teams kind of play each other twice. So that's 11, 11 home, 11 away games. The, the Vakaus Liga splits into the top six, which is the Champions Series, and the bottom six, which is the Challenger Series or the losers series or the relegation series whatever however your however your mood might take it um, so looking at the top the top 6 um, we have coops from Corpio. Um, where we're recording today there's two games left in this remaining series we we planned to get together a couple of weeks ago before this this series started um, but we didn't um, so this is what you've got Two games left. Coops are four points clear at the top. So one win would uh, would see them named as, as champions this year and get the get the Champions League place, which is uh, fantastic. They I, I saw them play at Saint a few weeks ago, and they were really solid. Not 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 really anything spectacular, but just they weren't going to lose that game. That that was that was quite clear. Um, then we have Inter, Honka, and Ilves. They're they're kind of second, third, and fourth, and they're all within a couple of points of each other. Probably won't catch Coops, but they will uh, be in the in the running for the uh, for the Europa League places. Interesting to see Ilves have faded in the second half of the season, um, but they won the Suomen Cup and they're already in Europe. Um, well, 
I mean, Coop's last two games are, are are Inter and Honka, and I like. Okay, I know they're top. Of, I know that the top of the league, and I know it's it's uh, four points clear. But I mean, I think on on any given day, I wouldn't back Coops to beat either Inter or Honka this season. So uh, I, 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 it's a bit. It's it's sort of a tricky one to not back the the, the lads that are top of the league. But I, I, I'm not on. I don't think Coops will take it. I think, I think those are two really tough games. And if you look at Ilves, they're on the same, the same uh, points as Honka. Mm. And they've got Hoiko and EFK Marianam left, and they're okay. two, two, two pretty easy games. So I can see Ilves picking up six points, and I can see Coops picking up no points. And the only question is, what are the, what does Honka and and uh, Inter in the middle do? And that's it. But, but I have to say. This is awesome. This is like, this is the best. I think there's a there's a four way fight for the title. Two games left. I think that's, I mean, that's pretty amazing. It's this yeah, has been one of the best sort of closed seasons in in ages. And and that and that's without even really the effect of this split. You've just got four teams that are all really close to each other with those last couple of games to go. I guess, um, because then you have below that this challenger series so you gotta call it what it is mark it's the relegation series well you know know, (laughs) (laughs) what what can i say um the top mark you correct me if i get this if i get this slightly wrong but the top two of the challenger series go into playoffs for the europa league space with the with the teams in from the top half from the um champions series is that correct Providing they haven't themselves inherited a Europa League place from the Suomen Cup. So, yeah, so it depends where Ilves yes. finish, doesn't it? Um, yeah, they've got they've got a Europa League place already. Yes, yeah, that's that's the uh, yeah, that's the Ilves. It's it, it, yeah. Go back two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I've yeah. listened to that. I've listened to that hundred times. I still. Can't <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at the at the moment, anyway, where we're where we're sitting with two games left, it's looking like Lahti and uh, Hifkor from Helsinki are most likely. Um, Asikor still have a slim chance of breaking into the top two of the bottom division. I mean, how you can possibly have the season that Saniyoki's had, and with two games to go, still be within a chance of a playoff to get into Europe is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where we are at the minute. Uh, be, be, below that, you have um, Robs from Robin Niemi, who look like finishing, <laughs> I've written here, safe but nowhere, really. Um, <laughs> and I think bo- bo- both Asiko and Robs are lucky that it's uh, Verpeas and Corpe this year. If it had been Drew and Pekor 35 came up, when Honka came up, yeah. and they just sort of, and he, when Heafke came up and they sort of burned through the league, you, like, you, you're, you're incredibly lucky. On another season, Asiko could have been in severe, severe trouble. Yeah, I think so. And I think the, the problem is quite, is quite clear to see that they don't score any goals. I mean, mm. they've scored 18 goals in 25 games. Um, we had a shot on target in the seventh minute the other day. And I, we went nuts. Um, <laughs> we, we, up and, I said before, up until the last... Oh, bear, sorry, bear with me just one second. Carry, carry on, chaps, will you? Yeah. 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 Well, what were you <laughs> saying, Mark? 
So yeah, SG cause um, SG cause lack the of goals. You've only got to look at the teams around them. Goals for 28, 32, 22, 26, 25. They're the, they're the lowest scorers in the division by a mile. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's 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 corporate. It's nice to see Cot got back up, but but they haven't really since coming back up. They haven't really uh, hurt anybody. They haven't really threatened to be anything other than the the the, the team propping up the league with uh, with VFAS. It's, so it's a bit like those two those two those two bottom places have been booked for I don't know three months already. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry, chaps. Do you, yeah, um, how's it looking? Go on, KK, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, with those two teams at the bottom nailed on to go down, how's it looking, Ukkanen? Who's, who's looking like to coming up next year and <laughs> you reckon if they can make any sort of impact? Yeah, it's um, it's uh, Hucker have won won the league quite right. quite comfortably, 15, 15 points clear. And then mm-hmm. TPS Turku were in second. And again, they were 13 points clear of third. So I guess TPS will play... Corpeve uh, in that kind of relegation promotion playoff. Um, yeah. I, I I haven't obviously seen Tepeas. They went down last year. Um, it looks like they're bouncing straight back up, in or at least into this playoff position. Um, it's difficult to say, isn't it? They, they've they're obviously they're they're a division below. They've scored forty four. They've let in twenty two. Corpeve, uh, almost the opposite. They've scored 19 and let in 39. So you'd have to say on form, maybe you'd go for Tepe, Tepeas. But mm. that's that's the way that's that's sort of settled up at the top of the um, of the Ukkanen anyway. Um, and it's in well, one one thing I was going to say. I bumped into a friend the other day who. Um, Who's connected to the club to Asikor? Um, not anyone that's been on this show before, so no, no, no guessing who you think it might be. It's not someone that we've uh, we've had any dealings with before. Um, but he said that Brian. Uh, so in the last few games, Brian Page has stepped up from the academy again to sort of take over as caretaker for the for the team for the first team. And he said, what's noticeable is that there's a smile on the face of the players again, which apparently have been missing, which was interesting to hear. Um, but that smile certainly hasn't been transformed into much better performances, or, or, or at least not into better results. The performance the other day, the first half, was reasonable. I mean, re- and reasonable is what, we, what we're clutching at now this season. Um, there was some decent football, play, you know, passing football and, and playing out wide. Nothing in front of goal. Absolutely nothing. So Brian might have brought a smile to the faces of the players, but it, nobody's brought a smile to the faces of the fans. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, yeah, it's not not pretty. And I'm looking forward to this being over, and we can try and rebuild again. Well, that's it. You just got to cut, put this season behind them, and uh, try again next year, haven't they? Uh, yeah, and, and how many seasons have we been saying that? Like. <laughs> Ever since winning the ever since winning the the, the Bakehouse League of four years ago, or whatever it's uh, it's been okay. Put this season behind us and, and build again next year, and uh, we're, we've got some more of that to come. So, um, just a mention for the top scorers. So 
uh, he's been at the top of the charts pretty much all, all season. Filip Valencic from FC Inter, 15 goals in 25 games. Um, then uh, Lauri Alamulamaki from Ilves, 12 goals in 24 games. And in third place, uh, Martin Borjas from Honka, 11 goals in, in 24 games. And fourth, last one I'll, I'll go now, is Timo Furoholm from Inter with 10 goals in 23 games. So there's um, there's still a bit of a battle there, I guess, to see who can get the, the golden boot. But it's looking like it's going to Inter for this season. They've... Uh, Yeah, they've been Inter and Cubs. Obviously, they're the top two teams, and they're the ones that have scored the most and let in the fewest. That's kind of how football goes, isn't it? If you score the most goals and let in the fewest, you're going to go pretty far in life. Deep, so. deep insights, deep insights. But I mean, well, Furuholm and uh, Oyala, Mika Oyala on the wing, who's, who's also been been pretty good at, at uh, he's got his service right this year. They are they they they're, they've both got a bunch of camps for Finland, so they're. They've done pretty well, and then Valencia. We saw him at Oiko last year, um, and he was he looked he looked a cut above then, um, and he's just yeah he's he's taken he's he's, he's done what he does. He's, he's he's a really he's a real quality player, uh, Valencia. Um, I noticed we've had some listeners. I've been greeting them silently by saying hi on the message. Um, but it's a bit difficult to call them out verbally because they don't have names. They all have like letters and numbers after their names. It doesn't exactly roll off the off the tongue. But uh, actually, there's someone there who's whose icon is Casey. So hello, Casey. Thank you for joining us. You've dropped out just now, but you come back. So uh, thanks for finding us again. Um, so if we if we get together again at the end of the season and look back at the at the the kind of final places and the ups and the downs and um, and things like that and then we'll be probably between the uh, the Finland games. So let's do our very best. If Podbean is going to work nicely for us, get together at the end of end of October and the end of November and uh, and review exactly what's what's happened. Um, but I think final final little section here is just looking at a few of the Finnish players that are that are doing the business overseas at the moment. I mentioned him at the very beginning of the show, which is Temu Puki, who wants to uh, talk a little bit about what he's been up to. Yeah, well, you know, he's um, he's he's gone off the board the last sort of week or so. Uh, you know, it's, it's a bit that's a bit harsh, I suppose. But Norwich have. Uh, Obviously, um, he's finished. After some he's done for. Yeah, after some <laughs> the cur- it's the curse. It's the curse. Player of the month. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. After some fantastic results earlier in the season, they they sort of they had a couple of a uh, couple of dodgy ones the last couple of weeks. Norwich, but um, but yeah, he's uh, he won't be long. He'll be back among the goals. But he's uh, he's still the talk of the town over here in England. He's um, as you say, player player of the month, Premier League player of the month, and. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's, they're expecting even more from him. So, uh, yeah, we'll see, see how he gets on. Seven Premier League games, six goals and two assists. And I think what's been, what I've really noticed is, is the kind of the speed, not, not necessarily just his sprinting speed, but the kind of speed of, speed of thought as well. And, and, and the, uh, I don't know, the, the skill, the touch. The, I don't know if it's always been there or if somehow playing at a higher level with better players, he's kind of bringing it out of him. Um, 
but there's um, there's a few a few players at Norwich, young players that seem to be raising their game as well. I can't remember the name of the the young lad that's been playing up front with him at, at Norwich, but the, the two of them are uh, in and among the goals and and sort of making them for each other as well. So it's exciting exciting to see. And then when he came into the international break, Finland got two goals, scored two goals in two games, and he got them both. Mm. So that's that's. That's good. good yeah, it was good the, the goal. I mean, they were both penalties, but but the penalty against Italy, he won all by himself. He picked the ball up on the on the byline, twenty thirty yards from goal, cut inside, beat two guys, jinked into the box, and then went over a, a, an errant tackle. So, he, like he like yeah, with nobody anywhere near him, like no other Finland player anywhere near him. So he had to, he literally pulled that one out, like out of nowhere for us. But he's, I mean, he's awesome. He's, and there's a, there's an uh, there's an interview with. Keke Armstrong and Alan Shearer are for Viasat, which is on YouTube, which you can find on YouTube. And Shearer talks about Buki for a couple of minutes about about what he's seen about this game, which I'd recommend because that's a that's a, if you if you if you're in the if you're taking compliments from Alan Shearer about being a Premier League striker, you, you're doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, true. That he knows um, what he's talking about. I, I mentioned I mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, about Marcus Force who's just joined my, my team in the UK, AFC Wimbledon. He's there on loan for a year from Brentford. Uh, young guy, 21, I think he is. Um, and he's, he's coming into a team that's struggling. A very young team. Uh, to a, you know, Wimbledon's a small club, really probably punching well above its weight. And... Doesn't doesn't have the budget, and I, I'm a bit bored of hearing people bleating on about budget. But the, the, for that reason, the squad is young, um, and <laughs> it's not doing very well. They've played in total eleven games, and they they've lost eight and drawn three. So they're right right down the bottom of, of uh, near the bottom of League One. Um, but Marcus Force has come in, in the last four games. Um, he's he's played he's played four of the last five. 212 minutes played, three goals scored, one yellow card and one red. So that's why he's only played four of the last five, because he's already shown his marching orders. Um, but I think he's he's already making making an impact. So that's another club that needs to tighten up at the back and then maybe the forwards can start, start you know, grabbing a few goals and, and turning those defeats into draws and draws into wins. Did he get, did he get one of his goals against... Um... The other mob franchise. Club. Yeah, he did. He did. He came on as a sub towards the end of the game away uh, to franchise FC in Milton Keynes, and uh, and he did score. And he would have made himself an absolute legend, I think, if it had, if it happened to be the winner. Unfortunately, it was uh, it was a consolation in a defeat. So it's, uh, but but you know. He's he, he's played probably three full games, or or maybe maybe not even full games. There's been sort of a couple of sub appearances and a couple of games being subbed off. So uh, I think three goals in in just over three hours of football is uh, is pretty good going uh, at the start the start with the new club. So good work, Marcus Force. Keep it up, please. For God's sake, keep it up. Keep us yeah. up. And he signed. He signed a new deal with Brentford, didn't he? Just before he went on loan. So yeah, I believe I believe he did in the summer, and then he came to came to us on loan. So yeah. um, and you know, if you perform, if you perform for AFC Wimbledon, good things happen to you. Last year we had um, Aaron Aaron Ramsdale in goal for half the season, and now he's the uh, 
first choice at Bournemouth and doing good stuff in the in the Premier League as well. He he seems to be considered to be the one of the the reasons that Wimbledon stayed up last year. Not just his performances, but the kind of the character and the spirit and what have you. Um, so you know, it's a, it's a springboard. It would be uh, nice to see uh, Force spring his way up through up through the divisions and, uh, and maybe into the uh, into the Finnish team as well. Let's uh, keep our eyes open on that one. There's a there's another Finn doing his doing his stuff in England. Um, Ansi Yakola, who's um, yeah. keep, keep, keeping goal for Bristol Rovers. He was in the uh, EFL team of the week this week. Okay. Uh, hold on again, Bristol Rovers. So he was in the so Bristol, he was in yeah. the team. The team that, that beat AFC Wimbledon at the weekend. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm not cheering. I'm not cheering that. Down, <laughs> down with this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another, uh, another, another great, well, great keeper to uh, add to the list. There's um, mm. Jesse Jordan is doing well in Italy as well. I mean, there we are, yeah. Brescia team had a. They lost against Juventus, but um, you know, he, he's he's he, he's been doing all right. And um, I can't remember the most recent result, but uh, but yeah, he seems to be doing okay over there. And what about Lasse Lappalainen in the in the in MLS? Scored an absolute uh, yeah. worldie, didn't he? He scored an absolute worldie, but he's he's done overall. He's done. I think he scored five goals in ten games. He looks like uh, it looks like he's he's settling really well in. He's in Montreal. Uh, Montreal Impact, so they're not doing uh, that great in the in the conference. But personally, he's 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 getting game time. He's getting minutes. He's starting games. He's playing sort of as a a, a wing forward uh, up up top. And um, yeah, he's he's taken to the MLS like like a like a doctor water. He's done he's done really really well. He's got I think he's, he scored twice on his debut, and he's not really looked back. Ten ten games, five goals. That's uh, that'll do. That kind of record will do. Uh, he, yeah, he's yeah, he's doing yeah. re- he's doing really well out there. I mean, but that's kind of is it fair to say that's contrary to my man Robin Lodd? I don't think he's had the best of times since he's since he's gone to America. No, it, that's it. Yeah, I mean, so Minnesota or Minnesota United are. Uh, I think they're they're just behind. I think it's LA Galaxy in in the. Western Conference. Rasmus Schuller is playing pretty much every game. It, 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 for some some reason, they love him over there. He's 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 you know a tad contrary to, to how he is in in, in a Finland shirt. Um, he really does sort of marshal midfields in the MLS. But Robin Lud, they can't find. It's kind of the same of his of his time in Spain. They can't find a place for him. Like they, they they don't exactly know where to play him. Like they don't like they they've got Montreal play with. Sort of high wingers and and Lud's not he's not that pacey he's sort of a sort of a meandering in meandering like wide midfielder I would say and uh, they they've just been struggling to find a place for him. The sad sad news is that we're we're almost at the end of this show. Yeah, I know, it's <laughs> terrible, but but we have we do have our injury time. <laughs> I'll go easier on the sound effects next time, but I'm enjoying this too much at the moment. No. Uh, <laughs> um, we do have our injury time feature following. Um, and Mark, you you nominated Finn Svenskan at yeah, Finn Svenskan, Svenskan yeah. This week. I, yeah. I, I translated his his sort of bio on Twitter, and it's everything related to Finnish or Swedish football. So, you, why, why did you nominate him this week? Um, so, so 
he's a he's a really good follower of uh, fit, yeah of the Swedish leagues. So if you want an update on on um, Simon Scrab or uh, you know or any of the lads that that play in Allsvenskan, then uh, he's usually the first first to go to go to. He's also I mean it, it's Finnish language or Swedish language, so it's uh, for the foreigners among us. Then it's a bit tricky to follow, but uh, he's usually really funny. Um, and, and I just I mean he's just one of those guys. I've been following him for a bunch of years, and he quite often—he's one of those guys that, that quite often has his tweets sort of uh, co-opted, you know, like by by Footy's Forum or Swami Footy's or whatever. Like they usually take his stuff and uh, like his, his tweets or his memes and uh, and pass them <laughs> off or, or or try to amplify them. So he's a funny guy, and he knows his stuff, particularly about uh, about about Allsvenskan. Good, good stuff. And and so if you if you check out Finn, Spens, Finn Svenskan and uh, and decide to follow, then let him know that we sent him, we sent you over there, and uh, maybe he'll he'll uh, <laughs> repay the favour and uh, and and share a little bit of what we're what we're doing over here. Did one of you he just fall you there? He might he might invite you for fika. <laughs> um, and that's it. Full time. <laughs> End of the end of the show. Um, I normally remind the listener to find and follow each of us individually, but this week I have only one instruction: head over to the new Finnish Football Show website. What was that? Yes, uh, finnishfootballshow.com. Well, well done, and Mark is, and and <laughs> also and also find us on on Facebook. We've got the Finnish Football Show group. It's a closed group, but we're we're quite open we only kick people out if they come on there and start to spam us or if they're kind of sex bots i've, I've banned a couple of those in recent wait, months wait, wait, as well wait, wait, we don't wait, wait, want you, you we don't want automated sex, sex bots. bots yeah i did yeah yeah because it's not that what? it's a family it's a family facebook group we don't yeah. want any nonsense. <laughs> um, so we, we'll try and get some kind of video and put this up on youtube um but also you'll find us listed on podbean um, this is Finnish Football Show 24, and there's two two parts because the tech broke partway through. Um, if you're listening to this as a podcast, hit subscribe on there. This this will be out a few days after recording, and if you're listening on a podcast, clearly it already came out. So, Mark, thanks again for persevering with me. Yeah, no no problem. Cheers. Thanks. Always again. fun. Speak again in a, in a month or so, and same same to you, KK. Take care out in Bosnia Herzegovina. That's the plan. Hopefully, I'll come back with a win. Yeah, well, if, if you if you don't come back with a win, then don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but and see, I've been messing around so much with me with me uh, sound effects. I haven't got oh. my music lined up. So here we go. Until until next time. Thanks for joining Finnish Football Show. Yep, yep.